I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Valley International Airport in Harlingen has just announced that Delta Airlines will be flying from Harlingen to Minneapolis. The Director of Air Service and Business Development at VIA, Nico Meerman, outlined the challenge facing the Rio Grande Valley regarding air passengers from the upper Midwest. The challenge for the Rio Grande Valley is to absorb such an expansion of capacity. We will have twice as many seats as we have last year, you know, from, from the upper Midwest. Steve Taylor spoke to Nico Meerman about ongoing projects at the Valley International Airport. Things are going so well for us. Month over month, we in the last uh, month that we share with you guys, with the public, we have expanded 22% in the level of passengers using our airport versus last year, which, by, by the way, is the highest we have had in more than 10 years. Uh, so that is how good things are going on. And then you probably are aware that this week we are announcing the return, truly, of a new carrier. But in a way, it's also the first time that this carrier is coming so big because they're going to be flying from um, Harlingen to Minneapolis. It's Delta Airlines, by the way. Mainland, which means big jets, uh, 320s, 156 or 156-ish seats per, per flight, every day uh, for the whole winter season to Minneapolis. That means, and this is what is important for the whole valley, for the first time in history, there's going to be three airlines covering the winter season from the upper Midwest to the Rio Grande Valley. American is flying to Chicago once a, month, once a week, I'm sorry. Uh, some countries flying every day to Minneapolis. And now Delta is also flying every day to Minneapolis with connections to more than 35 upper Midwest and Canada destinations. So it's the first time in a long time that places like the, the North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, even Toronto in Canada have such a direct access to our beaches here All in via Minnesota. Over Minnesota. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. So I knew about Sun Country and I know about Delta. The, the third one being? The third one is American and they are flying over Chicago every Saturday for the winter season. So for the first time ever there are three carriers yeah. bringing winter Texans from the upper Midwest to the Rio Grande Valley, to South Padre, and also to the rest of the valley. And some country flies to Minneapolis as well? Some country also flies to Minneapolis. They do not have so much connectivity in Minneapolis no. as Delta has, but Delta flies to more than 120 destinations from Minneapolis. And the important part is that there are roughly 30 to 40 are small and medium-sized communities in the upper Midwest, places that may not sound so uh, popular for people in the Rio Grande Valley, like Sioux Falls, Minot, Fargo, those places, the people there are looking forward to find warmer places to uh, spend the winter. And that is why it is so important to our region, because we are bringing true winter people to become winter Texans here during the winter, which for them is almost summer, it's Caribbean weather. Uh, and they haven't been able to do it for so long, and now they have three options to do it. So when I was talking to Marv, he said they would, it would start in February with Delta yeah. and run through probably till the end of May. But normally, a, a winter season would start in November. Any idea why Delta didn't start at the beginning of November rather than February? I love the question that you're asking. The winter Texan season actually started with some country 
in September and it's going to go all the way to May, the longest they ever had those flights. Likely to think is that uh, American bookings were doing very strongly. Some country bookings are doing very strongly too in both directions, which is very surprising and good news. And so Delta is taking advantage of that and they also want a little bit of the pie. Uh, the interesting thing is, and not to make it to, to give them a lower importance, but Southwest also offers decent connectivities to Minnesota from, from Austin, the first time in a long time. And so right now, truly, people have four ways to come to the Rio Grande Valley from the upper Midwest, which is what they want. They want to escape the frigid tundra. So I think Marv said the last time Delta was here, they did five or six flights days a week. You're saying here now that Delta will be doing seven... They were first planning on six. It seems like they are offering seven frequencies. That is what they have in their website. But even more important than that, they used to fly it in small regional jets, and now it is in mainline, which is a huge incre incre increment yeah, uh, in all that. that. And how many um, <coughs> flights to Sun Country do per, Sun per week? And Sun Country also flies every day in the, heat, in the peak season, mm -hmm. and then they flex down a little bit when they see that the man gets a little, you know, a little weaker. And, and American to Chicago, how often? Only once a day, only once a week, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. every Saturday. Yeah. So what do you put it all down to, this tremendous interest in the upper Midwest for the valley? Why is it just growing so fast? Because we are very competitive. The product that the South Padre Island and the whole valley offers is very competitive, meaning that they offer very good value. Uh, our, you know, the cost of living, the cost of coming here as a tourist is much lower than other places like Florida, Arizona, California, the Caribbean. And so it is a very good value proposition that the Valley is offering to the Winter Texans. Um, and so it is a huge opportunity because if we receive all these passengers the best way and if they have a great, you know, a great experience, is what we're going to start seeing is that we not only that we have tons of cars from Minnesota who have been coming to the to the Rio Grande Valley for more than 30 years, but hopefully we will start seeing a lot of uh, cars from Illinois because people from Chicago is coming, and all these other connection places, Milwaukee, Addison, Madison, I'm sorry, Fargo, Omaha, Indianapolis, Detroit. All of those are the are the winter Texans of tomorrow. These are germinal markets that hopefully will flourish because of this new connectivity. People will come, people will have a great time. If they do, they will come back next year. And if they do, they will come again. And if they do, their families will come, and then we will be able to multiply our very successful niche market in Minnesota to many other places, which is, by the way, something that other peer markets have done. The way to see what the future for South Padre and the Rio Grande Valley is, is, is to see on the other side of Houston, on the Gulf, Destin, Panama City, and Fort Walton used to be, in, in level of air service activity, what the whole Rio Grande Valley is now. They used to be like that 20 years ago. Right now, they are five times larger, um, but they started where we are. And so by offering great value, great service, great uh, experiences to all these winter Texans, there is a huge opportunity for the whole Rio Grande Valley, South Padre, Brownsville, uh, Hallingen, and McAllen, all the way through 
to make this the next destination uh, for the Midwesterns. And you were talking earlier, not just those um, smaller cities close to Minneapolis, but you were mentioning the Dakotas, North Mont South, Montana, Toronto in Canada. You think even all of those, because of the connection, because um, Delta has flights to those markets, those people living in those states further, and you know, C Canadians as well, will be interested in in the valley when well, they learn about it. I think that that, that is totally doable. Um, that is how a market gets created. You get access to a, to a hub. That hub starts to bring more and more connections. And when those connections become strong enough, a carrier is going to get into the non-stop. And so that is what has started happened with Chicago. Why is American flying only once a week to Chicago? You know, it's very small. But why did they start doing it? Because they saw a lot of traffic going and coming to, to Chicago from Dallas, from Houston, from Austin, and all this connecting traffic became the, 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 the seminal uh, starting point for a new non-stop to Chicago. Mm. And so the expectation, the hope, is to be able to start cultivating these connecting passengers, which for me are more important than the non-stop, truly, um, to be able to, to create all these new markets of the future. The, I mean, Minneapolis has been, tra traditionally has had the service to the Rio Grande Valley. It's a mature market. You know, everybody knows about Rio, about South Padre truly in Minneapolis. But people in Chicago, people in Detroit, people in Indianapolis, Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, uh, Milwaukee, Madison, Fargo, the Dakotas, Montana, Nebraska, Iowa, there's a lot of uh, opportunity for the Rio Grande Valley to grow, and those are the places that have made Fort Walton, Destin, and Panama City in Florida what they are today, which is five times what we are. Does this airport working with South Padre market itself in the upper Midwest? You do some marketing in the Minneapolis area. We do. And so the South Padre CBB and the Chamber of Commerce of the city of South Padre Island has been terrific partners with the airport. We are the airport of South Padre. We produce 76% of the air traffic into the island. Air traffic, you know, I want to be super clear about that. It's not the total traffic, but air traffic. We produce 76% of their passengers, air passengers. And so we have been partnering a lot, more and more. And now with the winter Texan season, I would like to call it, with our program, three carriers, you know, uh, flying here, 25,000 seats that we had to sell each direction between now and May. Uh, they have actually been focusing a lot in having a strong, strong presence in those towns. And it is, again, they are focusing in Minneapolis, they are focusing in Chicago, but they are also targeting the smaller connecting markets because they truly see that that is the source of tourists for tomorrow. By the way, these are tourists that spend much more money, so they are true engine for the local economy. Imagine that they have to come. If they fly, they have to rent a car, they have to get an apartment, and they have to spend their money in our economy. So it's a huge economic price that we are actually bringing. And you, you've made those negotiations with Delta. You've told them about the, the, the benefits of being in this market. I've got to ask, does South Padre Island know you're doing this? Are they ready <laughs> for all that more extra business that's coming their way? Absolutely. Can the island cope? Absolutely. I think that the island is going to cope very well. Uh, they were actually looking forward for having, uh, you know, the winter Texans, which happens to be the weaker 
season for the island anyways. And so all the infrastructure is there for the island and all the infrastructure, I think, is ready in the valley too. You know, it's not only you go to the island, you go to the mall in McAllen, you go to uh, the, the outlet mall over here in Mercedes, go to restaurants. Brownsville has a huge uh, options for, for restaurants and fun places to go have fun. So the growth you're doing here is to benefit the whole valley? Everywhere. This airport uh, is uh, unique because we only produce 20% of our traffic, let's say in Harlingen. 40% is coming from Hidalgo County. Whatever it is, is 40% of our traffic is coming f around, 40% from Hidalgo County. 10% uh, is from the island, so 50%. Um, we have 20% for local uh, Harlingen and maybe a few of the communities around, and the rest is coming from the rest of Cameron County. And so in reality, our portfolio of passengers uh, are, are huge, uh, are going all the way from the island to, to Rio Grande City. And then the other thing that is unique about our airport versus our, our regional peers is that our, the majority of our traffic, 60%, uh, uh, pretty much roughly 60% of the traffic is incoming. It's people from somewhere flying into the Rio Grande Valley and then going back. The other two airports do have the opposite. They produce more traffic. More of their traffic, let's say, is from here going somewhere else. And so it's almost like the roles, the reasons to be of the airports are different. They produce, they, they, they cater to the people living here in a way, in relative terms. Um, we are more of the gateway to get to the Rio Grande Valley. At least that is what the numbers are showing. So one last question. The, the readers um, and the listeners can't uh, appreciate this, but we're standing, we're upstairs, maybe the third floor, and we're looking out at, the, at the, um, the, the airstrip, and you were telling me earlier about all these extra uh, developments going on uh, around the airport. So we are having a bunch of things going on. We are pretty much setting the infrastructure for this airport to be actually able to absorb the traffic for the Rio Grande Valley if that was to come. And so we have at least four infrastructure um, projects going on that should be finished one next week and the others through the end of 2023. And those include an extra uh, bridge for an extra gate. So we will have seven bridges, seven gates, the most in the Rio Grande Valley for being able to handle seven, seven flights at the same time. Seven times 150 is almost a thousand passengers that we could handle every hour if it comes to that. Uh, so that is project number one. Project number two is in full execution and should be finished uh, the first phase of that uh, by the Christmas and the whole project probably by the end of February is our new parking lot. We are resurfacing the whole parking lot but we're also adding cover parking for short term. And so that is going on right now. We expect it to have it done completely with a short term cover uh, parking by the end of, I would say, I think it is March, if I'm not mistaken. So that is project number two. Project number three is the build of a new tower. Our tower has been here since, I don't want to say World War II, but definitely from Vietnam, uh, when this used to be a military base. Um, it is antiquated. The, the airport truly need a new tower to be more up, to have more updated technology in it. Not that what we have is not uh, totally totally safe. You know, I don't want to alarm the people. Sure. Uh, but you know, it, 
it, it needs to be updated. So we have been able to find uh, uh, an opportunity to build a new tower that is going to be, the construction is going to start pretty soon. And then the third, pro the fourth project is the um, uh, elongating of the main runway, which is going to go up 20% in length. I don't remember the feats because I'm not a technical guy, but it's going to be the longest runway in the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, and not only that, but we will also add ILS system, landing system in both runways uh, that will make the, uh, the operation of the runway much more reliable in bad weather. And so uh, when that happens, we will have the most reliable runway in the Rorande Valley too. Overall, all these projects are all taken care of with our own resources, so there is no taxpayer involvement, there is no more taxes for the people. This is absolutely absorbed by our own resources, and I think that that is also worth mentioning. This airport is truly self-solvent. We produce positive results, so the taxpayers of Hellingen don't give us a dime, the taxpayers of the Rio Grande Valley don't give us a dime, and that is very important too. I think it is worth highlighting. The challenge for the valley is? So the challenge for the Rio Grande Valley is to absorb such an expansion of capacity. We will have twice as many seats as we had last year, you know, from, from the upper Midwest. So the challenge is to make sure that some country can fill up their planes to Minneapolis and Minnesota and then take full advantage of what Delta brings to the table and what America brings to the table, which are all the connecting cities. Because at the end of the day, uh, for our region, the Minneapolis market is already delivered. Uh, mature. It's, it's mature. In some country and even Delta have flown around for 30 years. The challenge or the opportunity, truly is an opportunity, is to expand all those smaller connection markets in the Dakotas, in Montana, in Illinois, in Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, Nebraska. And so if we can start doing that this year, uh, we can keep both carriers flying, three carriers, even American, flying for the years to come, then it's gonna be, it's gonna be an enormous effect in the local economy. Just to give you a, a very behind the scenes feeling of what this whole winter Texan season means for the valley. Uh, if we were to assume that all of those passengers go to hotels, um, for 25,000 passengers coming in as families, sharing all of that, and then spending some money every day and staying here for a week, not longer than that, and a lot of them stay way longer, this could have an economic impact that it could be easily, it can exceed easily $30 million for the economy in four months. That is what the opportunity for the Rio Grande Valley, South Padre Island and the rest of the valley is. From, the, from that expansion through Delta? Exactly. And how many on the flight, on the plane? So it's going to be between Delta, Sun Country, American. All of them. We will have 25,000 passengers coming in from January through May, for, the, for the winter. 25,000 through the winter, and that's worth how much? I mean, and I'm not, I mean, yeah. this super concern, there is no, no sources, it's just thinking, no, you're, you're thinking. very basic yeah. thinking, very, very downplaying, you know. Yeah. It could exceed $30 million of unexpanded influx in, in well, in, $30 in million dollars of impact from the upper Midwest. Yeah. 
The winter Texans that fly into the valley this year could have an, an impact that could exceed 27 to 30 million dollars easily. And so that is money that wasn't here last year. So this is money for, for the community to, to do the best to attract and the challenge is to keep it and grow it for years to come. So when you say it wasn't here last year, that means you're talking about those coming in from Delta that are not, it's not uh, a replacement for those from Sun Country because Sun Country was here last year. Exactly. That extra money is from the new passengers. That's exactly right. We could potentially get. And to be fair, even though Sun Country was here last year, this year they are here twice as big because they started sooner they're going to stay here longer, and they have added more flights per week. And so some countries doing their part, more silence because they were here, so, you know, it's not the bombastic announcement that we have on Delta, but American is also here a little longer than they were last year, and now Delta is here with larger planes every day of the week. And so capacity is not only measured by the name of the airline, it's measured by the name of the airline, the routes they fly, the planes they fly, how many seats they have on that plane, and how many flights they have every day of every week. And so there are a lot of ways to talk about the supply of seats. And so this year is awesome because Delta is back. It's awesome because they're doing it in mainland every day of the week, which they didn't do before. But it's also awesome that American is flying every Saturday from February through uh, April. And finally, it's, all, it's also awesome that uh, um, some country has started the market sooner, they started in September, they're going to go all the way through May, which is the longest they have ever flown the market, and also it will be the first time that they fly every day for most of the season. So it's like different variables coming to making it for a perfect opportunity for us to, as a Rio Grande Valley, to absorb all this influx of visitors, which is great. Nico, thank you so much for today's interview and the update of uh, what's happening at the airport and this incredible opportunity that you're creating for the whole valley in the upper mid Midwest. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for allowing us to reach the whole population here because, you know, we're excited about what is coming and we hope that everybody in the region gets excited about this as we are. That was the Director of Air Service and Business Development at the Valley International Airport, Nico Meerman. Even though Meerman has been at the Harlingen Airport for about a year, this is the first time he has been featured in the pages of the Real Grande Guardian. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Real Grande Guardian International News Service. <laughs>